Hey, welcome to Film Friends. This is Jordan Smith, your host, and with me, as always, co-host Kate Eingorn. Hello. Our special guest, Matt Bailey. Hi. I know we said we were going to get away from that, but <laughs> we're in a routine yeah. now, so you're stuck. It's what are you going to do? Unless you um, come up with that catchphrase, you know? Yeah. yeah. If you have a catchphrase, Bailey, just <laughs> throw it shout out. it out. I'm, I'll yeah. bust it out next episode. Um, yeah, so welcome back. This is episode 17. We're almost there. <laughs> almost where, to 18. Where it is, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was the number I had in my head yeah. that I wanted to hit really bad. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, this one, this one's going to be a wild ride. I could feel <laughs> it. It is going to be. I could feel it. So I don't want to waste any more time. <laughs> you wasted so much I time. I wasted so much time. We're already over the limit now. Um, like I said, 2018, the year of the guest. We're keeping that ball rolling. Um, we have another good friend in the studio today. He traveled a long way to get here. We had to fly him in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He was with us here last night, this morning, and I'm actually proud of, I'm proud of all of us for not talking about the movies. We wanted to; it was so palpable. I could feel it. Yeah. But there um, was so much yelling at each other yeah, the last 24 hours. Um, but he's a been a very good friend, very good movie friend. I've watched a lot of movies with this guy before. Um, I would say he's our in-house uh, Star Wars expert. So I would say sci-fi, sci-fi in general. Sci-fi. <laughs> Sci-fi in general, yeah, um, and our in-house baseball expert, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that guest is John Chavone. Hey guys, <laughs> glad glad to be here. Great to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming. Welcome, in. thank really, you. You guys nailed that uh, that introduction. <laughs> thank you. Um, I would say you're a baseball expert. Yeah, I yeah, I'd say. I mean. Phillies, maybe. <laughs> yeah, just pitch, and pitchers, strictly yeah. maybe pitchers. ballparks. I, I, I like, I like a good ballpark. <laughs> I think I you like might be the person history. I know that knows the most about baseball. I know a little bit about. Wait, baseball. so you know all the ballparks? Don't. <laughs> Don't where do, do the Minnesota? Where, where, where do, do the, the Red? Where do the Reds play? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, if you claim to be the ballpark expert, don't come on our show. Like, I like, oh my like old, old ballparks. <laughs> like oh, Fenway. Fenway. <laughs> Actually, I, I went to Fenway uh, this past summer, uh, and it was really fun. It was my first time in Boston, and oh, nice. they're, they're, uh, the Red Sox were playing the Yankees, actually. Wow. It was, it was, um, Who'd you root for? That's what I was going to I didn't ask. go to the game. The, the tickets were like $1,000. Wait, so you Wait, just what? said you just Well, no, said I was at the went. park. No, I was at the Would park. you stand outside of it? No, because they have, um, so around the back of the ballpark, they have bars like in there that have balconies. So you can go to the bar and still watch the game. Like they have this one bar that's like a ping pong bar. So we went oh. there and got pizza. And- Did you see the green monster? You can't really miss it. Do you, you see a big poppy? <laughs> he retired. <laughs> All right. Baseball who, who'd you, sports. Who'd you pick? Who'd All you right, pick? John. So, so uh, yeah, who'd you pick and why? Okay, so uh, the actress that I picked is, um, you've probably seen her before, uh, and you've seen her, you know, judging by the, the music. Um, <laughs> she's been in a lot of stuff, but we're going to talk about Laura Dern today. Um the best and worst of Laura Dern. Um, and uh, 
Yeah, I think we picked some good ones today. Um, I like her in pretty much everything I've seen so far, including the films we watched uh, for this one. But she's got a great body of work. <laughs> she's got <laughs> she's, a great body. Got a great body uh, of work. work. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she's she's a real peach in my opinion. So. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, she is a real peach. I would, I would honestly agree with that. She's a real peach. She's a peach. So how many movies have you seen of hers besides these two that we reviewed today? So I've seen eight, eight. Laura Dern yeah. films. I have um, seven down for me. Four. I have five. Mm. Yeah. So Suck compared it. to... So, <laughs> so I guess, it, I guess you win, John. <laughs> um, but compared to the other film friends that we reviewed, that's, for me at least, that's more than... I usually see of the other yeah. people re- we review. It's weird because it's low for me, which makes mm-hmm. me question what type of movies I watch. True. Well, she's she- a, she's in a lot of different kind of stuff. Though. She is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, especially the films we watched today. Um, she's been in everything from, uh, you know, Little Fockers. Yeah. Well, and she was she was, but then she'll do like obviously Jurassic Park is is a yeah. big one, but I really liked her in October Sky. That's probably uh, my favorite one that yeah, I've, seen, that's her one I've yeah. seen her in. She's just that teacher that's like supportive, the favorite teacher, mm-hmm. and yeah. that that type of character, you and know, I just love in general. I didn't know that. Um, this might lead us into our movie. It might not. I don't know. Ooh. But she's um, she's done a lot of David Lynch stuff. Yeah. She seems to be like close with david lynch which is cooler than i thought she was she before was, right i watched this because david lynch is like i don't know if i love him as much as like other people do mm-hmm. but i still think he's cool mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she's done a lot of work with him which is cool that seems to be his thing though like he if he finds an actor an actress that Stays he like he can see yeah, yeah i like think that. he like builds his own universe around everything that he makes so he like tries to keep the people mm-hmm. in it that like once you're in a David Lynch film, I feel like you're just like you're in his stuff. Especially like, if you're uh, Isabella Rossellini, they got married. Whoa! What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa! Hold, hold on, up. hold yeah. on, hold on. Back up, back up. Whoa! I got right. it on my, I got it on my thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do you have a recording? After, <laughs> no. After. Uh, Do you have after, a recording of their vows? <laughs> I'll look it up. But uh, yeah, I mean, I was, I thought you were gonna go with that, uh, Kyle Mac. McLaughlin. Yeah. He's in well, literally everything that yeah, he does. Yeah. So. Um, you know, we don't talk about TV on this podcast, yeah. but it's going to be hard. I'm going to lay it out there. It's going to be hard not to address the similarities between Twin Peaks and the movie we're going to review. Yeah. So still, we're not going to talk about TV. But Laura Dern has now transitioned kind of into like a TV actress as yeah. well. Yeah. With like Pretty little, eyes. pretty little eyes <laughs> and uh enlightened and she's in the new twin peaks new yep. twin peaks yeah so, so warning for those of you who don't like to talk about tv we might have to talk about a lot i'm of TV. still not going to talk about it because i don't really i haven't seen twin peaks in a long time and i don't have enough like knowledge about knowledge it. yeah about it. Very, I, I feel I'm the not same very vibe sure with, yeah. with it i get the same vibe from are we can we just Go into Say it. The let's movie. just go into <laughs> it. Yeah, let's let's yeah. just jump into it. So the the best movie, um, that or the highest rated movie that Laura Dern is in that we chose uh-huh. was 1986, David Lynch masterpiece. <laughs> I know I always say that, but I think yeah. this one is uh, Blue Velvet. Yeah. And let me just check my own fact here. Uh, so <laughs> we Rosalini, yeah. <laughs> well, Rosalini was married to Martin Scorsese for four years. 
they divorced in 1983. Three years later, she dated Lynch for four years. Um, She's got a four-year limit. And then they split up after he did another film with her. Wow. So So were they dating during 1986 during this? I think so. I think they started dating right after... Blue and that Bell, woman yeah. is like one of the main characters. Yeah, in Blue in, yeah. but we're talking about Laura Dern. <laughs> yeah. Curious though if yeah. David Lynch is represented by Frank in this movie and Isabel Rossellini mm. is herself. <laughs> Frank, yeah, the, the that, only um that turd. The uh, Isabel Isabella Rossellini. The only time I've ever heard that name before watching this movie was from um. An episode of Friends, actually, where Ross made a list of the people. <laughs> Sorry to talk about TV. <gasps> oh, no. You just said you weren't going to talk about he TV. He made like, a list of the people that he could sleep with other than his girlfriend, Rachel. And Isabel oh, Rosalini was on it. And everyone was like, dude, really? Cause, I could, I you know, know what, though? I feel that same way about um, Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> like, I have like a very, very... like. I don't know. I just think she's like the bomb. You're I think super she attracted to her. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what it is. She's just got that. I don't know. I mean, she's the queen of dark sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. We've established it on yeah. previous episode. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I've never seen Blue Velvet before this. I don't think any of you guys nope. have, right? No. Um. Which is crazy. It's definitely a popular movie. Mm-hmm. Um. Is it a cult film? I wouldn't say it's a cult film. I think it's just I think, revered. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. It's a very... I think people who even don't even like Twin Peaks, a lot of people who just like film have seen this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let me just read the synopsis just to get out there. I think we're going to try and walk through this movie. It's definitely a movie. Uh, There's a lot of stuff to Yeah, a lot of stuff about. to it. But um, the synopsis... Uh, the discovery of a severed human ear found in a field leads to a young man on an investigation related to a beautiful, mysterious nightclub singer and a group of psychopathic criminals who have kidnapped her child. Hmm, that's pretty and good. Generally, I yeah. guess that's what it's about. Yeah, that is. <laughs> There's uh, a lot in between. <laughs> can we um, talk about the... Uh, let's save it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> I want to talk right off the bat about the like title card with the blue, the actual blue velvet. Oh, the blue velvet oh, yeah. curtain. I love that because it was like, first you're like, I don't know what I'm looking at. It's like so surreal, but then you realize it's strictly just blue velvet moving around. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful, but it's so, it's interesting because it's visually surreal like the movie, but mm-hmm. it's like also like tangible and mm-hmm. I don't know. I just thought it was beautiful. I think kind of like that scene sums up the feeling of the movie a little bit yeah um and it opens up with blue velvet the song, song right? yeah mm-hmm. by bobby which, vinton which they uh-huh. yeah they come back to multiple five maybe times. Five <laughs> maybe times. too many times yeah. Yeah. it's like we get it yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i still like the font in the beginning because uh, it's just script it's yeah script, it's right? script it's like, yeah mm-hmm. so it's just like it kind of you can't really tell what year the movie came out when it first starts which right. is that's cool. actually a really good point yeah, yeah. And then it opens up with uh, the picket fence, the picket fence and the flowers, which then he goes back to at the very end. I kind of like, yeah, it kind of bookends the movie. Nice. Well, and and same with the fire truck Mm -hmm. and the guy just like Mm -hmm. waving. And that like kind of set up the color scheme really well. This Mm -hmm. movie, it was a very red, blue, Mm -hmm. green movie. Mm hmm. 
um right off the bat like they showed you mm-hmm. like and the heavy white too but they showed you all those colors in succession like right off the mm-hmm. bat these are the colors that are going to be in this movie and they're like very you don't like there would be like a whole room that's red a whole room that's blue like mm-hmm. her was, apartment yeah yeah her yeah. apartment is is very cool yeah. i think oh i love her apartment her apartment is so freaking cool love it just it. i've never seen like anything that looks like that i, I thought that was neat um it's I guess, the, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, because right after that first, you know, it's like the picket fence and then it shows the, it just looks like a 50s, like idyllic, like, yeah. mm-hmm. like neighborhood. Pleasantville. Um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it shows like the crossing guard with the kids yeah. and like all that stuff. And then it cuts straight to like the man watering his oh, yard. Yeah, I love and that then scene. does he have a stroke? Yeah. He is, is that what is I don't know what, what he is. is. I don't, I don't know. know Something he's like, bad happened. To yeah. Him. And then he's. In the hospital, in like this, he's rigged up to. Yeah, this. A, lock on a man on. collapses. Well, it's yeah, his. A man yeah. It's yeah. his. The main character's father. It's mm-hmm. Kyle MacLachlan, who's Jeffrey Beaumont. Yeah. It's his mm-hmm. father, and that's how then Jeffrey Beaumont gets pulled in. He has to come home from college because his father collapsed. Had. A heart attack, stroke, something, something crazy, and then the dog is just like. I know, love the, that the, scene. The, the, <laughs> the dog's like the dog. standing on his stomach, drinking the water from the hose. That dog is, like is yeah. so thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then just last part about this, and then it cuts to underground, and it's got right. like the beetles that are just like, like making. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like it's. And gross. what does what do the beetles represent? Did you guys? I don't know. Because they return at the end. I think it's like the CD underground. That's what I thought it was. Well, and I also think it's it's kind of like you have an idyllic town, but every town's got like its dark side type of thing. Exactly. And um, not to skip ahead too much, but Mm -hmm. remember when um, Sandy? Sandy. (laughs) That's such a grease like thing. Yeah. Sandy talks about her dream where Uh she's like, "Oh, I could see like the whole world and like the robins or whatever, like the the light." you know mm-hmm. breaks up all the darkness, darkness and right. at the end you see the robin and the robin's got a bug in its mouth yeah yeah so like there's that and then uh happy gilmore's grandmother oh, she, she just she shows up she's like she's like oh it's it's pretty but ugh, i would never eat a bug yeah or whatever yeah. and oh i guess that's his grandmother yeah <laughs> yeah or is it like I think it's his like a neighbor or his mom's friend their mom's friend i yeah. think yeah and she's her. too nosy but just nosy enough. I the Robin scene. If we're talking about the Robin scene, well, I, um, I mean that's literally at the, like the very end. But the animatronic Robin. You know, no, <laughs> oh yeah. I was I was talking about more or less the, the like the monologue that Laura Dern had about her dream and the Robin was probably like my favorite part of her character in the movie. Right, and in that part too, she's giving this kind of uh, retelling of her dream. And mm-hmm. in the background, and the, the music is kind of church and angelic. Mm-hmm. And in the background, the stained glass windows of that church are in mm-hmm. the background. It's kind of, it's a cool moment. Very yeah. cool. So, and I guess, like, are we assuming that um, that Jeffrey, Kyle McLaughlin's character, is like a freshman in college and she's a senior in high school? That's yeah. what yeah. I was assuming. Because okay. okay. he said he's like, I'm coming home from school because something happened to my dad, mm-hmm. which I need to address. Okay. So, we, he comes home. He goes right to see his dad. He's got a cool car. Which was like yeah. the saddest 
oh, it's scene so in the sad. entire movie when he tries his dad's trying to talk and he can't talk and I'm like oh my god this is so sad this uh-huh. whole storyline's gonna be so sad to like watch him and his father to then find out that you they never bring the dad back into he the story he gets so caught up in the mystery that he's yeah. like he forgets that he's Pops home for his dad who's that. literally like dying yeah. and then he's just ignoring it completely yeah. I think I think like halfway through the film I was like I was like, wait, what's going on with his dad? Exactly. <laughs> I was like, how is he doing? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wrote that note. Yeah. And it's set in a town called Lumberton, yeah. which is... David Lynch I loves know, Lumber. I'm not Very talking about Twin TV, Pe- but it's Very so Twin, Twin Peaks. Peaks. And also uh, with Twin Peaks, it's like small town, mm-hmm. idyllic, like... But there is that he underground. <laughs> that underground. He loves the Pacific, like, yeah. Northwest. He well, loves where Lumber. Where was set? Do you guys know? Lumberton is a real place. It, I'm sure it is. Pacific Northwest. I, 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 it has yeah. that vibe yeah. for sure. Um, um, he but, loves teen dramas and surrounded by lumber. Yeah, <laughs> he needs that wood. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we have to go into the chicken what? dance. Well, let's wait. Let's kind of pick up from after yeah, he met. Yeah. So, so after he goes to his, his dad, father, he's walking near their neighborhood. Oh, I about this part. Uh, the most crucial part. And he finds an ear. A, yeah. Human a, ear. A detached ear. Human ear. There's bugs in it. It looks a little rotten. Um, yeah, he finds <laughs> puts it, it in and a then bag. Re- puts it in a bag and reports it to the local police department where you meet Detective Williams. Yeah. Who acts Yo, strange he, from he the acts get-go. so weird. He acted like that's something that happens all the time. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's like, oh, well, then it is good that you came. Yeah. And I, I was like, this isn't like, a, he's not like a detective. Yeah, Jeffrey's like, like I, I saw this and I wanted to bring it to you. And he's like, very good. That was a good thing to do. That was a do. good thing that you did yeah. that. Yeah. I was like, thinking, what? like, is he being sarcastic? Is he, like, messing with, like, what is going on? He was truly sincere. Yeah. But yeah, I was just like, he, what the f- why are they fucking with him? Yeah, why did he act so weird? I, I mean, there's just like a few things in this movie where I'm like, that's just weird. Like, I guess that's David that's Lynch, David but Lynch. like, yeah. is it why thing? not make him realistic? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, why, exactly. what's the point? Is there a thing in this film where, like, say the subject is Jeffrey and Sandy, they're like the kids, mm-hmm. and then like the adults are just so strange? Yeah. Because all the adults in this film, like I'll call them adults. Yeah. yeah. All of them are are very very out there like they're like they're to the extreme of like every like his, yeah, his that's mom, true that's so true like is the one lady his mom i don't really know they're just sitting on the couch with francis bay you know <laughs> oh, yeah. and then and then that's it you don't see her and then like the detective acts really strange yeah you got frank who's like a psychopath yeah uh, isabella rosalini yeah yeah some of them are like, insane. if like mannequins came to life and they mm-hmm. took on the roles of people <laughs> the only yeah. the only adult that was like normal was laura dern's mother I yeah, thought. she was. She was like pretty sane and like, right. she like she would act the way I feel like people would act. Yeah, but besides um, that, I agree. When he goes to the uh, police station, it's the first time I notice that his left ear is pierced. Yeah, oh, yeah I didn't same. notice that. Until, I couldn't like, tell towards the end. Yeah. It's like a little. It's like a little, a little thing. Hoop. gold hoop. Little hoop. Yeah, I saw that too, ear. and I was like, "Ooh, Kyle, you're living on the edge." Yeah. And he wears he wears all black all the time. Yeah, he wears all black, and at the start. Uh, Laura Dern's character, Sandy, wears like all reds and pinks and light mm-hmm. light yeah. hues, but it gets more blue as the movie goes on. So. Oh. She love it. Can we talk about it. her her entrance? Oh, Yo, I heard that, she didn't that part put a, was really pull a cool. rabbit out of a hat. I was really upset. <laughs> well, it's magical. She showed up looking like a goddamn angel. Yeah, <laughs> like the slow 
fade in from darkness from it, darkness oh my she's God. wearing like red or pink like and she looks beautiful she literally walked she out just, of the darkness she, well she like pierces the dark she just yeah. like it doesn't even affect her and her mm-hmm. first line is are you the one that found the ear which i think is a great line yeah, yeah. Um, he's like oh how did you know like yeah whatever and well so to set it up for people who haven't seen it she's the daughter of the detective right and um, kyle had gone over to the house to check on to yeah. figure out what's going on with the case where i love that scene because the detective's like all right kyle everything you found out about this case you don't know and it's top secret but here you go i'm gonna tell you a lot about it yeah <laughs> it's that small town trust yeah. oh i wrote it was so funny i wrote this line down um because she says are you the one that found the ear and he's like how did you know and she says bits and pieces right i hear things yeah i was like oh, i was like i was yeah. like oh that's kind of cool like, yeah. yeah i i was probably overthinking it too much but i i definitely liked that yeah. also then they start they go ahead Dan. oh i was just gonna say we're getting leading up to the chicken walk yeah. oh yeah <laughs> well they start walking down their neighborhood the street it's like suburbia it's a small town but I immediately went, I guess maybe just because I watched it, get out in the very beginning yeah, when he's walking exactly. down the street. It looks like the same exact shot, which yeah. I know Jordan Peele was trying to go for that suburbia feel. I um, felt the same way. It's yeah. probably because we both just watched that director's cut. So then you, you start to see the chemistry between Sandy and Jeffrey. It's a little awkward, but you could tell they're going to be smooching by the end of the they're movie. They're going to be like... Yeah, um, but to kind of flirt with her win her over <laughs> he does the chicken dance he said do you want to see something it's like a chicken walk and he, yeah 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 it's but a it's, cool move it's, it's definitely like another like weird thing that comes out of like the blue like i feel like it's another david lynch yeah thing. Like, it's just there's it, just so many he likes to do weird things it's and it makes you like why did that just happen but you're like eh. You start to see it in this. It works universe. for the two of them. But, yeah, but yeah. it was like so out of the norm. They were just talking. And he's like, there was just like one lull in the conversation. Yeah. He's like, hey, you want to see something? Yeah, <laughs> he was just being. He was just being goofy. I guess. Yeah. 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 I'll tell uh, you, he pulled it off. Yo, it was funny looking. It yeah, was. He pulled it off. Yo, it's a cool move. I can yeah. see our in-house uh, intern engineer slash yeah. best friend Mike, Mike Paul Shock doing. Oh, yeah. agreed. agreed. He could pull it off too. Yeah, he could pull it off. I guess um, if you're just good looking, like you can do anything on, and it just sure. doesn't, it just doesn't matter. But whatever I'm, you do. But don't... I'm more partial to Kyle MacLachlan Twin Peaks age than I am Blue Velvet age. I see, think I he's think more he's... attractive in Twin Peaks than he is in I Blue Velvet. I think he's a freaking cutie in this. Yeah, he's so cute. <laughs> what about him in the Flintstone movie? Oh, I love him in the Flintstone movie. Yo, yeah. hold on, real brief. That movie is like one of my top five favorite movies. I love that movie. I'm not even kidding. The Flintstone movie? Yeah, dude. The it's one a... with John Goodman and uh, Rick Moranis. Yeah, yep. Rick Moranis. That movie's amazing. It makes me so happy the whole time I'm watching it. Yeah. We're high fiving because we love yeah. that movie. We'll save that for yeah. Rick Moranis. We'll bring you back. Or the John Goodman for my Fat John series. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. We're doing a Fat John series. I love <laughs> Fat John's. Um,. I love the names of the places in this movie. I wrote down a couple of them, and we'll get to them, but Lincoln Street is like the bad area. The the Happy Gilmore grandmother says, don't go there. Their first walk, they walk to Lincoln Street. Yeah. And you're like, is oh, that no. like a log reference? Because Lincoln Logs? Like... <laughs> um, I think yes. I read <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> um, I don't know. They go to Arlene's Diner. Great name for a diner. And that's where they do the Sandy. Yeah. <laughs> the Grease shout out. 
they go to the slow club great I love name the slow for a club. club deep river apartments i love the names mm-hmm. of the places in this mm-hmm. movie slow club was one of probably my favorite settings in this movie i loved the the neon sign i loved the way the parking lot was set up i loved the tables mm-hmm. how they all just like traditionally face the stage i just it was all so the cute. free advertising that heineken and budweiser oh, got from oh this movie God, yeah god which brings me to my next point was, what was the drinking age Oh, That's yeah. what I was Yo, gonna say. Zero, because <laughs> she's because she's she's like eighteen at the most. At he's, the most, he's twenty. But at if the this most. movie's like set in like, I feel like the drinking age at one point was eighteen. It was, but she was she eighteen. I mean, she was a senior in high school. She could have been I'm eighteen. That's plausible. Maybe I'm just assuming it's one of those towns where it's like. Who cares? They don't care. Yeah, yeah. And they, she's and she's the she's one of the detective's daughters. She's right, not getting yeah. in trouble. Right. Oh, that's true. Um. So they walk down the street. They take this walk. And meanwhile, Sandy's telling, uh, Jeffrey what she heard from her father. Drops the name Dorothy Valens, shows him where Dorothy Valens lives, and then that kind of jump starts the whole Jeffrey being involved in this mystery, wanting to find out more. Mm-hmm. I feel like at that point he's just very fixated on the ear and he's yeah. like and he's just like oh I want to figure out what happened here mm-hmm. and she's got some details from an ongoing murder case. Right. Yeah, right. they right. did like okay. investigations like she was saying a couple months ago we were looking into a different they my dad was looking mm-hmm. to another murder and they did some surveillance for on this house. Mm-hmm. But she was literally like okay they did surveillance on this house. Okay, let's go. And like that's all the information mm-hmm. she gave him. And then as this like mystery unfolds and he gets more and more involved, she blames herself for getting him involved in this. But in reality, because she just keeps feeding him information. It, but like, yeah. but he's the one that's like forcing her to give mm-hmm. him the information. She's a little enticed though. She wants. Oh, she of has course that she detective, does. But it's not her fault. blood in her. She keeps saying it's my fault. You're in this, Good but it's point. not her fault. It's just well, her. I mean, if she didn't say anything, he might not be in. I mean, there's a little bit of her that is at fault. Right, but she's taking. She didn't all... say anything. Like. Yeah, but she takes all know. the blame for yeah. it. Is this the first time it cuts to a candle? Uh, right, right after they're at the apartment, and then it yeah. and then it cuts to like a hardware store, mm-hmm. like uh, the hardware store. Yeah. I love the hardware store. Those guys, uh, Double the M, yeah. the one blind guy yeah. and his. Helper. That's his dad's store, right? Yeah. yeah, and he's like taking care of it, and he's like, "Oh, where are the overalls?" And he's like, "Oh, where they've always been." <laughs> You know, yeah. Those, how many fingers am I holding up? How do you the do that? The blind guy gets it, and he's like, yeah. "How do the I?" The dude can... behind him is just tapping on his yeah, back. Yeah, like, come yeah. on, um, come on, Jeffrey. So uh, th- this is real minor, but she says that Dorothy Valens, uh, is Isabella Rosalini, yeah. her character lives on the seventh floor of the building. There's no seven. There's, There's like no four floors. Exactly. In <laughs> I thought about that too. I was like, how does the number system work in this building? Yeah. She lives in the apartment like seven ten, but like seven usually means seventh floor. But there's mm-hmm. only four floors in this building. I think what it initially sets up too is these parts are Sandy's like logical. She's aware. She questions everything. Where Jeffrey is more like, just I mean, he's gonna get his ear pierced. He just goes. He likes for to get his feet wet. He's got yeah. a he's got a dark side. But at the same yeah. time, she's like super naive and believes everything yeah. mm-hmm. he says. But part of me feels like maybe he doesn't have a dark side. Like he's home because his dad's like dying. So maybe this is just his distraction from like what's going on at home. That's true. That's a good point too. Maybe he's, this is how he's dealing. Well, with I think he's also too at like that liminal point where he could go either way mm-hmm. because I think. You know, as the movie goes on, 
he gets more exposed to like Frank and mm-hmm. that gang. Mm-hmm. And then he starts to kind of like take on some of their characteristics. Agreed. And, and I think that that's like him trying to balance that. And I think like if he's in the middle, you have Sandy and then you have Dorothy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, right. And right. He, if he's in the middle and then, you know, he gets the overalls and he's like, Oh, you know, he, they go back to the diner. He pitches the plan. Uh-huh. <laughs> Right. And then she's like, this is so dumb. This is the dumbest yeah. idea. And he's like, well, let's do it. And then she's like, mm, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. So he, he's, they sneak into, uh, into Dorothy Valen's apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, Which brought me back so many memories because they have like, the, he comes in as the exterminator, yeah. as like the bug sprayer. Mm-hmm. Did any of you guys have exterminators come into your homes when you were little? No. no. We had one. I can't remember. We had one, and the man would literally walk around and, like, spray the can around the house. And it's, like, someone that just, like, a presence in yeah. your house where you don't really notice them, but and they're she's, there. Yeah, and she's in there, and she seems nervous because mm-hmm. that's when the yellow man comes in. The yellow right? man. Yeah. Yellow man comes to the door, and you're like, oh, who the, like, who the fuck is this dude? Yeah. <laughs> Why is he wearing a yellow suit jacket? Oh, yeah. cool. And then don't forget, there was the thing where he was like, she was like, I will honk four times. Oh, to let you know if they're coming, coming home. Yeah. I was like, just honk once. Yeah. Also, yeah. four times, there's no one around you. Someone's going to know you're outside. So she honks, but just <laughs> at the same time. The well, toilet. that's after. That's <laughs> oh, late. that's that is later because he goes in, he he fumigates or whatever, mm-hmm. and then he, uh, find, yeah. he oh, finds that right. key. He finds oh, that yeah. key, and he's like, she's like, oh, how'd it go? And he's like, where, he's like, where the hell were you? And she's like, oh, that guy did my job for me, the yellow guy. Yeah. So then he's like, all right, I got this key, right? Like, how did yeah. she not notice those those keys were so, like, oh, blatantly, yeah. like, hanging, and yeah. she had no idea they were missing? I loved Laura Dern's comment at this moment. So he, he sees the keys, like, oh, sh- shit, keys, I'm taking these. She goes, how do you even know they're going to work? And I was like, yeah. yes, I love See, it. She's, like, logical. It. Yeah. She's yeah. aware of it. Uh, but then, yeah, then they break back in. Yeah. Um, and she had, they have this plan of her beeping four <laughs> times. Yeah. But as she's beeping... He flushes the toilet, but like, how loud is it's that? It's the flush? loudest flush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she. I mean, and that she would be like four times. Yeah, four times is like a long. That's a yeah. long time. It's also extremely bold to break into someone's apartment and then just go to the bathroom. That's what I was hands. thinking too. Like, that's yeah. I, I like bold. how there's not any technology though, because because back then I guess beepers would have still existed, and uh, her dad's a yeah. cop, like yeah, like a, a walkie or yeah. something. They but, had walkies, but that was it, right? Yeah, but, like, I, I just kind of like how there wasn't a lot of that, like, oh, they could have just done this, because yeah, they don't have those things to do it. Um, I th- kind of feel like the movie was might have been before even, like, when it was, like... Filmed, like, set yeah, before. Like, yeah, oh, definitely was. Yeah, I could see yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, because um, the all the cars are pretty old. There's all, no like newer what, cars. Like when mm-hmm. the an, was it the ambulance rolled rolls yeah, up? The it ambul- looks super it's like a old. paddy wagon. Yeah. And the fire truck and all their clothes are fifties yeah. clothing. Yeah, fifties, sixties. Yeah, her dress. Yeah, her dresses yeah. and stuff are kind of. Yeah, they look old. I love the way Jeffrey dresses. Yeah. I like the way everyone dresses. Like silver in this. tie. And, yeah. Um, but the night before they break into the second, they break into her part the second time. Mm-hmm. They go to see her. She's a singer. Uh, they go to see her mm-hmm. at the so- Slow Club, um, where she sings Blue Velvet and then this song called Blue Star. Um, and you could tell there's like a lot of pain behind them for her. And mm, you don't know why, but then you quickly find out Very why. Very quickly <laughs> find out why. Um, but yeah, they see her do there. Like he- do you like Heineken? Yeah. Boom. Heineken <laughs> is all over this movie. Yeah. yeah. It's something to David Lynch with like 
Heineken, the beer. And I think he gets real fixated on things. On beverages. Twin yeah. Peaks, it's like yeah. the coffee. Or it's Kyle McLaughlin. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he just likes he- Heineken's. Yeah. yeah. Or he just likes Heineken. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, then they f- go back to her apartment, blah, blah, blah. They he- So when he's in the apartment, uh, Dorothy comes home, and he has to hide in the closet. Mm-hmm. That's when the movie gets crazy to another yeah. level. Yeah. Pretty fucked That's up. That's when yeah. it gets yeah. David Lynch. <laughs> and we yeah. meet Frank. Ugh. Well, even before Frank even gets there, she, she gets a phone she call. finds him. She doesn't gets... she find him in the closet? Yeah, she gets She's trying oh, right, to right. kill. She's like, I'm going to kill you. There's that hole. And then she starts like Raping trying him. to. <laughs> So I suck them off. <laughs> yeah, no. So I thought yo, so it's I th- so weird. Like that. That part threw me off so bad. Like he's an intruder. He comes into the house. She's like, "I'm gonna kill you. You're an intruder." And then immediately she just starts trying to have sex with him, and it's just the weirdest she thing. She. So I think it's like the four beeps. He hears her come in. He hides in the closet. Uh-huh. She gets a phone call from frank oh that's right right she goes to to change and then um he a sound happens yeah in the closet she gets a knife she finds him she's like who like who are you whatever and she's like why are you here and and he's like i don't know like i don't know i really don't know he's just trying to find a mystery yeah and then she strips him and then she's like take your clothes off which I have yeah. to say, he took his pants off faster than any person humanly alive could take it. his pants off. He was off. real into it. I yeah. think she, I mean, you realize she pairs violence and sex together. Mm-hmm. She's been oh, like yeah. conditioned. Because of abuse yeah. and trauma. Because of abuse. Even mm-hmm. when, even in her sexual moments with Kyle MacLachlan, she's like, yeah. hit me, hit yeah. me. Yeah. And, Which makes sense. And I think that's the seesaw between like mm-hmm. Jeffrey, Sandy, and Jeffrey and and Dorothy yeah, yeah. there was another moment in there but when she, she comes home she gets undressed and she slides that picture out from under the couch mm, yeah of her husband, husband. and yeah. her son who yeah. we find out are kidnapped and yeah. being held hostage right. uh, by Frank who then shows up Frank shows up. shows up played by Dennis Hopper yo I didn't see <laughs> any of what was about to happen coming yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't if so if you did I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, starting with like the her trying to like rape him and then Frank rolls in and like rapes her. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. Oh, mommy, and he's got mommy. that mysterious mask. mask. Like it's like an oxygen mask. He has a little thing attached to his pants, but who knows what he's sucking what is, on. What like, the drug yeah. is. Whatever it is, yeah. when he does it, he it turns him into like a, a like child. A child. It yeah. reverts him. He, I think he has mommy issues too. Uh, like, yeah. He's yeah. He well, I mean, he tells her to call him daddy. <laughs> don't look at me. Uh, yeah, that that stuff too. Cause she does it to Jeffrey, mm-hmm. and then he does it to her. Yeah. So it's like a chain thing. It's a power dynamic. So so yeah, there's a rape scene that happens, <laughs> yes. right, right. Mm-hmm. and it's graphic. He makes her chew on blue velvet, oh, which then it made you me so uncomfortable. then you realize how tragic it is. She has to sing blue velvet every night. We see Frank at the club in another scene crying as she's singing blue velvet like holding the blue, blue velvet, velvet. Yeah. so do you think every night so she plays blue velvet every night yeah it seems like mm-hmm. and so frank goes every night right to see her play i assume do you yeah. think he cries literally every time he sees her sing blue i don't velvet? know frank is insane one of the most disturbed characters i've yeah. seen it made me so uncomfortable i have like a problem with movies that have rape scenes i avoid them when i know there's gonna be one mm-hmm. so as i struggled with this now looking at him i can't like detach myself yeah. from it um he also says at one point do it for van gogh oh, so then yeah. that alludes to the ear 
and then you find out that he cut off the mm-hmm. ear of her I didn't husband. pick that up the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's crazy. Uh, Did you pick it up the second time? I didn't see it the second time. <laughs> uh, but back <laughs> to the, it, Matt. <laughs> I love when, the ear thing was interesting too because um, when they brought it to the coronary, it's like it looks like it was cut off with scissors. Yeah. So it's like Van Gogh cut his ear off with scissors, right? So it's like a even more. I'm not sure. More of a nod. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then, yeah, so then you're, then essentially Jeffrey's in it. He's in this mystery. Mm-hmm. Does Frank see him at that point? No. 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 It's another no. time. Yep. So then Kyle kind of, or Jeffrey <laughs> kind of falls in love with Isabella. He's also in love with Sandy. Yeah. And yeah. exactly what John said, it's like a seesaw. So he's living two lives. But like, kind of. why is he in love with Isabella? Like, uh, I think he's just like. Just infatuated. Exactly. Like, because yeah. he's because you're they're at the club too, and when she's singing, it's just so weird. Like, I, yeah, he's, you're absolutely he's, right. He's kind of like at the table, like he's kind of fixated too. Well, yeah. she's yeah. mysterious. She's enigmatic. Like yeah. she's obviously crazy. Obviously I don't know if he, crazy. he's probably into that. I don't she know. wears that wig. Yeah, I, I have many comments about the wig. <laughs> she's like the exact opposite of Laura Dern. Yeah, in yeah. this yeah. movie. But you're right because when they're at the slow club before he even enters the apartment and meets her. He's strictly just full out staring at her, and Laura Dern's like trying to get his attention, and he she can't because he's yeah. just so mesmerized yeah. by her. But then, then he goes in to this whole thing where he f- sees all these people, so he starts spying on them. Mm-hmm. And he's in the car outside that like warehouse, and oh, he yeah. has that shoebox camera with the yeah, string. It's like a pinball yeah. Yeah. That was really funny. Yeah, he would pretend so to take funny. a sip and just. Sh- yeah, like yeah, pull the string. That was great. I was um, like, that looks more obvious than actually like taking a photo. So yeah, I mean, I guess that happens after after the dream. She t- Sandy t- tells him about the dream because he meets up the next day. He's like, oh, it's yeah. a strange world out there, whatever. Yeah. And and real quick, the daytime scenes in this are like that. Oh, it's a lot. And then of it's like night. almost all yeah. nighttime. Yeah. So like the daytime, it cuts to because I wrote this down because I thought it was funny. The guy buys the axe. Oh, I love oh, that yeah. scene. And he just stands there and he's like, okay. Two ninety-five. Yeah. And then it just cuts to the yeah. night. Like, and it probably yeah. cuts to a candle flame. Yeah, what does what yeah. does that mean? Like what what do you think that means? Yo, that's a David Lynch thing where I'm like, I don't know. I loved yeah. it though, because I love I would I honestly I would see this movie if it was all about the two men that worked at the hardware store. <laughs> yeah. To be or, honest. Or yo, you know who I feel bad for in this movie? Who? Sandy's real boyfriend, Mike. Mike, yeah. who turns out to be the nicest person, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, he understanding. Him, he changed. Well, yeah, he chases him down, and then. But it's understandable it's a, why yeah. this guy's getting yeah. scooped up. He's getting yeah. scooped up. And when he's at football practice doing those football drills, he yeah. just watches Sandy get in, in Jeffrey's car. car yeah. And he's like, like, Sandy. <laughs> and she's like, I'll deal with him later. Yeah. Because yeah. he did. It's not like he was like. Like the jocks and yeah. uh, and freaking Heather's like yeah, there's nothing know. like it's, it's, it's yeah. like a pretty wholesome guy yeah. like exactly. Good job, yo. Do you like the jocks from Heather's? <laughs> Punch it in. Oh yes, I love. That I love part. when he's like, I love when he's like, sit and spin. <laughs> yo, they're funny, right? They're funny. Thank I don't you. like them. I fist bump you because I like to Bailey's fist bump. Bailey's obsessed, but... and he talks about them before every episode we record. <laughs> He makes us this? watch the scene again. <laughs> um, so yeah, then you meet yeah. you meet Frank's gang, who <laughs> in, who has Brad Dorif in it. Oh, that's I, your guy. I love. Brad I also Dorf. really like. Love him. the suit he's wearing in this. Who's the guy? The that silver did... suit that he's wearing. <laughs> yeah. 
that yeah that guy's cool and they the shorter guy that's just uh, like i'm Polly. yeah it's <laughs> Polly who's pete in twin peaks as well um i forget his real name and you're waiting for say something else and they all just start laughing yeah like, yeah oh my god so the night the crew so frank catches jeffrey at dorothy's val dorothy val's apartment uh-huh. one night and takes him on a joyride essentially mm-hmm. like and it is crazy. crazy. It reminds, for some yeah. reason, I get the Mad Max feel. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe because he's putting that they mask get... over his head, but like they are amped up. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, because they, because I guess they get like cocaine or well, that, not yet. I guess they're pretty They're all up. on it, speed. Yeah. Who knows yeah. what's going on? The scene with like the charger with the lights that like slowly, like, I forget what they're called, like the. The headlights had finally looked Oh, like, yeah. Like, they're like up. the paneled lights in yeah. the front. It, yeah. That scene was really cool. Well, he puts so he he throws he throws him and Dorothy in the back, or he puts Dorothy in the front. So he puts him in the back. He's hanging out with the gang. Oh my god! And they're just like, like the ah, the insults they throw around is just so. Is it like eighties? I guess it's eighties. They're like, oh, you're such a pussy. Like, yeah. He's like, you want to go to the pussy palace? (laughs) Like, you you fuck. Like he always calls him. He says the f word. Yeah. More than any character. Ever. He also says, feel my muscles. <laughs> Yo, that oh, part was dude. so weird. So Frank is like just supposed to be this vile human. Yeah. Like, like as ever. vile as you could get. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, it, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, well, just what, a line. A line when they're at the front door when they go to that guy's place. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is well, called actually, This Is It. Right before that, there's a candle flicker. Right before that, there's a candle flicker. So they get there and he's like, he's like, God, oh, you like beer? You fuck. And he's like... <laughs> I like Heineken, and and Dennis Hopper just goes Heineken. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Paps Blue Ribbon. <laughs> and He's such a hipster. So hipster. I was gonna say that's probably where all the hipsters started drinking yeah. Paps Blue Ribbon because like, of that. Let's drink to fucking. Oh my yeah. god, that line. Was I was like, like, I was like, whoa. It and you were like, hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, man. But it's that scene when they're in their apartment is the most Twin Peaks of the whole. It is, movie. and it's so disorienting. Mm-hmm. So they go to this place called This Is It. It's just some ladies some, hanging out with some this man. person's apartment. His name's Ben. Oh. I guess he's a drug dealer yeah. or he's Frank's know, boy. He's, he's Frank's also... boy. But he, it, you wouldn't expect it because because he's kind of effeminate. You yeah, know? yeah. He yeah has he's like, like oh, you're real suave or whatever. Which makes sense to me because he has like a lot of like sexual emotional issues. Yeah, I guess that true. Makes sense. But That's he's true. also the one housing the child of yeah dorothy's husband yeah. and wife are there in, in that the bathroom. room you husband never see them <laughs> never. you never see them yeah. which i like that take you don't know what state they're in you don't know yeah. Yeah. you just know they're frank like says let them let her see them meanwhile they're just picking on jeffrey jeffrey if i was in that situation i would just think i'm gonna die i'm just gonna there's, die yeah. like so it's crazy I, and they beat, they beat him up too yeah issue with something that happens in this movie a lot so there's a lot of punches thrown in this movie. A yeah. ton of punches thrown in this movie. No one has a bruise ever. No one has any f- cuts. Jeffrey's a little beat up. He gets nicked with the knife and he has a black The next time he goes to the station, yeah. yeah but she gets hit a, a ton. Oh, yeah. Yes. She gets hit and so nothing. much. Nothing. Yeah. yeah, you're right. There's like a huge sound effect and then like nothing. I love the song that Frank plays. Oh, I love uh, that. What is it? Candy colored man, they called Sandman. I guess yeah. that the Sandman. I don't know what that. Yo, song it seems is. very rapey. 
It, it does, it does seem, seem rapey. Well, or there's like, just rapes going on while yeah. there. And the guy like, singing it is just like... It's yeah. just like He's Sandman like, comes into your room and oh, yeah. while you're sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, it's good like, point, good point. <laughs> and, they kid, and, they, and it's a kidnapping case, yeah. basically. Yeah, True. exactly. Yeah. Um, nice, Matt. Yeah, yeah you know, <laughs> I watched it. <laughs> and then so they take Jeffrey out on Meadow Lane in the car and, you know, just mess with them more they do more of that speed or whatever is in that tank there's a woman dancing on top of the car yeah, while the was, song's playing it's so strange so strange. well the strangest part i mean was when uh frank put on like the lipstick and started oh, like yeah, kiss kissing him. jeffrey yeah that part was super weird but i just liked i mean i liked how weird they were yeah. getting with it yeah. and how crazy I frank how, was. so yeah this movie reminds me of true romance a little bit. yeah kind of the some of the same vibe the same storyline but david lynch just takes it to that next level where it's like yeah. why is this happening yeah. but it's so visually stimulating you're yeah. like you I have agree. to watch it you have to watch yeah it. you kind of can't take your eyes off yeah, of what's going can. on it's, it's amazing yeah. Dennis Hopper's in both. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dennis Hopper's mm-hmm. in both. Commonality. Oh, <laughs> With no. <true> man. <laughs> <laughs> With another movie. You're a cantaloupe. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then there's a lot that happens. But I don't want to get too much, too much into detail. There's yeah. just so much about this movie. Is there... Just skip to the to the police station when he finds out that who the yellow man is, I guess. Yeah, so yeah. the yellow man who's been involved with Frank, you find out, is a detective at the police station. Jeffrey alerts... Detective Williams, Sandy's dad, about it. They start to figure out partners. The, yeah, they're partners. Yeah, they're partners. Yeah. Um, and then so the the police kind of set up a sting. They're gonna find Frank. Jeffrey goes back to Dorothy's apartment so at one dumb. point, and that scene is. I need to know what you guys think. Yeah, I thought that there. scene was awesome. It's Me awesome, too. but like, what happened there? So the yellow man is standing there brains coming out of his head he's bleeding he's like connected to a tv too Yo, it, or like yeah. something like his radio's connected his radio, to the tv yeah. and he's he's unconscious almost yeah he's like he's brain, brain dead. dead but like yeah. his body still reacts to like because, touch or sound or but he's something. and he can still stand right yeah. because when the brain is damaged yeah. right it only if like he had a specific brain damage in certain aspects so okay. he's brain dead but he will still because you're um basic functioning is like underneath it's mm-hmm. like behind in the back of your head so he'll still have his basic motor skill mm. reactions like his yeah. like instinctual yeah. reactions. and then dorothy's husband's there dead yeah. blue, mm-hmm. blue velvet in his mouth yeah i guess he got shot he got the love letter between the eyes yeah and, uh, and it's like it's almost like like ritual yeah like it, it's like I a agree. ritual it's like ugh. murder but I, as fucked up as it was that scene was striking oh, and it's great so striking. Yeah. it's like jolting you're like what the hell i can't even imagine yeah. what jeffrey was thinking he even at one point he like is gonna call the cops about it and he's like i'll just let the cops find this that like, was the smart I, decision he's yeah. made the entire movie yeah yeah and then um so he goes to leave because uh, he has a radio at that point, right? Yeah. He takes the radio out of the uh, the guy's the, pocket, the blue or the yellow man's pocket. So then he goes to leave, and that's when well-dressed man starts coming up the right. stairs. Who's another mysterious man. figure, but it turns he, out that it was Frank. It was Frank in yeah. disguise. I yeah. love this quote-unquote well-dressed man because it was just like a wig with some glued-on eyebrows. It's <laughs> and so funny. Yeah. Yeah. When he's up close, it's like, Hilarious. looks insane. Yeah. But further away, it's like, oh, it's like a person, I guess. And yeah. then the next smartest thing he does, he go, when he goes back to the apartment, he calls it in, 
right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he leaves the radio on the bed exactly. and goes yeah. goes to grabs the, the guy's gun, goes yeah. back into the because, closet. Because Frank's yeah. listening to the radio as well. He uh-huh. realizes, oh, Frank has a police radio. He's gonna think I'm in the bedroom, but I'm actually gonna be in the I closet. I love I love how he goes back in the closet. Yeah. It's kind mm-hmm. of a cool nod to the beginning yeah. of the movie. Yeah. Then Jeffrey shoots Frank, basically movie over. Yeah. You have the scene where the animatronic Robin yeah. <laughs> at oh my the God, end is so chewing robotic. on the bug. Yeah. You knew you knew when Laura Dern gave her like Robin dream monologue yeah. that the Robin was gonna come at the right. end of the movie. I mean I felt like that was going to happen. She also and gave that did. little monologue in front of the church, right? So yeah. there was that's yeah. when there was like yeah. organ music right. and, and the very like major. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but her character, like, she knows that she sleeps with this lady. She finds out that she sleeps with, yeah. what, Dorothy. with Dorothy. And she's like betrayed and she feels upset. They just exchanged like love views and she's like crying and the lady's naked in their house and she's so betrayed. And, like, Kyle, like, calls her, and she's like, what do you want, pretty much? And he's like, I'm sorry. And she's like, I believe you. We're she back together. Yeah, she forgives him yeah. so Immediately. easily. Yeah. Which I is, hate that. It does. That does suck, but, like... How do you think she... That's David <laughs> Anything that's and Dorothy showed up, Dorothy is showed David up naked outside, too. Yeah, that right. whole thing that's happened. The, that's the boyfriend scene. That, that was scene good. was striking when yeah. Mike runs down Jeffrey in the car, and mm-hmm. you think, oh, no, here's going to be a conflict, but Dorothy Valens is just naked, naked in the and he, yard. And like, then Mike's like, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Mike's like a good guy. He said, her. I didn't know. I didn't yeah. know. I'm sorry. Yeah. Didn't I'm sorry. know what? Yeah. What did it well, matter? Well, I don't know if it matters. Well, I didn't know you had this lounge yeah. singer yeah. situation. <laughs> no, because yeah. he said that I'm going to I'm gonna beat you up in front of your own house, in front of your parents. So he probably associated that being his mother. It's oh. like, oh, what is that, your mother? Yeah. And yeah. That's, that's probably what yeah. it is. Like, I didn't know that your mother was like crazy pretty much. So how do you guys think Laura Dern, let's get to the film for in this one i think she looked beautiful angelic like she was playing that pure character a little Mm -hmm. naive but logical how do you think she performed i think she was really good i I like her in this movie it definitely seemed like as as an actor like she it was one of her early films Uh like it seemed like she almost needed direction a little bit like she was like she was probably directed like both of them together because like the chemistry well he's young too and they're both so young in this and like you gotta think like it's probably filmed in '85, so yeah, so she's like, she's they're born young, in they're young actors, so yeah. she's like, yeah, eighteen, 18, 18 19, nineteen, twenty, yeah. so yeah. she's actually yeah. around this age. Yeah. Um, but I think it, they did well. I think their chemistry yeah. was great. But yeah. you can definitely see like by the time later in her career, she's probably just like <laughs> when you got to when you get to Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, by the time you get to Jurassic Park, you know she doesn't she doesn't need much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Imagine being one of your first films being directed by David Lynch. Yeah. It has to be tough. It's probably terrifying. Yeah. But Kyle MacLachlan getting away from Laura Dern, he seems <laughs> like he was probably on board immediately, yeah. Yeah. and that's why he's been with them essentially yeah. his whole career. <laughs> no, I thought. I mean, yeah. I mean. David Lynch obviously liked her enough to put her in other things. Like, I think she did good. No, I, yeah, I think she did really good. Dennis Hopper steals the show. Yeah, though, he's for sure. He's cool. I like Dennis yeah. Hopper a lot. I mean, he's a turd in this movie for sure. So I think, I think Laura Dern is a peach, like you said in this. But I controversial. I think she's boring in this. I think she's monotone. I don't think she really displays anything with too much emotion. And I think she's monotone and kind of boring. The only time she gets really emotional is when they bring 
naked Dorothy exactly. in a yeah. house. And watching yeah. her try to cry Yo, is like uncomfortable. I was gonna say that she mm-hmm. has a really bad crying yeah. face. Yeah. Yeah. Like Horrible. her like lower lip like it goes like little and like it's, it's, like, like, it's so weird. And it's so fake and uncomfortable. I don't know if you guys can see me on the podcast and doing like an upside down face like <laughs> like the lip is like yeah. against the teeth. Um, um, so what would you guys this is all of our first times seeing this movie. What's your initial rating and what is it after discussing it? So mine originally was six. Oh, wow. wow. And I think after discussing it, I'll give it a 6.5. I was going to give it an eight and I'm sticking to it. Right there with you. Yeah. I initially said eight. I actually really, really enjoyed this movie. I'd watch it again. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I said eight and going to stay at eight yeah. as well. I said a seven and I'm going to bump it to a 7.5 nice. just for that Van Gogh yeah. bit. Oh, yeah. uh, well, no, it's that just, it's, it's cool because I think if I, I know I'll probably watch it again at some point and I'll probably find stuff that I didn't see. Yeah. And it's weird. Cause like I haven't seen too much David Lynch stuff and it makes me want to see more of his mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. See, I kind of felt like, cause I had seen Twin Peaks in college like like yeah. really early in college and i loved it and it was very inspiring to me and i kind of wish i had seen this around that time because mm-hmm. i probably would have liked it more and got more from it when i first got into david yeah. lynch so yeah. maybe i mean just... unfortunately we're not going to talk about tv here. i yeah. know um so uh yeah i mean we're between movies here so how are you guys doing Oh, I'm doing great. Yeah, how had are you gr- doing, John? I had a great breakfast <laughs> with you guys. It was just what I needed. Uh, I feel I feel wonderful. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to try a new uh, segment here today. I'm very excited about it. Uh, so let's just get down to it. Let's uh, dive into our film friend's dating history slash sex life. Yeah, I need to because... Two day bang. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I think we're. Uh, oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. 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 Uh, Hell yeah. That's, that's a good. <laughs> uh, so Bailey, uh, perfect. Let's let's dive into it. Who's Laura Dern? Should been dating. Should we go from recent to? However you're feeling. Yeah, I, I, let's start at the beginning of her life. <laughs> Um, the ending of her life. How young was she dating? <laughs> well, the first person on here is a man named Treat Williams. <laughs> How's his first I, name spelled? <laughs> yo, I know this face, but I don't know what it's from. Let me see. It's probably from TV. Let me see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's probably a TV. We don't, we don't. Yeah, um, let's get to the yeah, next. Let's get to okay. it. And then Kyle McLaughlin's on here from '85 to '89. Oh, so they so were oh dating God. during the movie. Yeah. We love that here at Film Friends. Yeah, yeah I'm we sure do. they met on set. Yeah, oh, I'm sure that chemistry just carried over. That's I a guess. Winona Ryder thing. She likes mm-hmm. to date her co-stars. So mm-hmm. uh, I might be a Laura Dern thing because the next notable name on here is uh, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, I heard him. My mom has told me that, that fact probably four times since I told her we were doing Laura Dern this week. Did you know she dated... That was that guy from Jurassic Park. <laughs> so what did he do? Did he just go up and just be like, do you dig up Do you dig up dinosaurs? <laughs> like, And she's just like, yeah. <laughs> and then on this uh, app, you can see thumbs up and thumbs down if people, I guess, approve of the relationship. <laughs> well, here's the thing. At 
What what years did uh, she N- date? Chuck? Ninety-five to ninety-seven. I mean, he was a, still a hunk. Oh, he was a sex yeah. symbol. Yeah, sure. I mean, he's yeah. still. I mean, he's still hot. Um, but thirty-one people loved it. Twelve people hated it. <laughs> um, then the right off of um, right after she. I'm assuming she dumped Jeff Goldblum. She dated uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, oh yes. nice. We love, love Billy Bob here on her the and, show. Her and Angelina have such a rivalry. But this one is pretty... Um, 14 people hated it. 18 people liked it. Not as popular relationship. And then, after that, she was rumored, not confirmed, to have been dating Common. Really? Like the, the singer? The rapper. Singer. Yeah. Yeah common she was also married to ben harper yeah i have that on here a long too. time from 2000 to 2010 yeah i don't really know who that guy is so. he's a musician yeah. they met at a show <laughs> okay and now she's currently dating baron davis who's the that basketball the basketball player, player. Oh. the former basketball player yeah. who did he play from for the golden state warriors <laughs> Well, no, I mean, he's not in the uh, NBA. No, no. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. Yeah, Baron I lo- Davis. I actually love That's her. That's crazy. I love her dating history. Yeah, yeah she's, she's kind of got a big, like a wide range of, yeah. Uh, yeah. I love it. She goes into all different types of media. <laughs> yeah, she really does. Jeez. That's crazy. Yeah. That that definitely makes me like her more. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what this is, but she has a rank. <laughs> I don't know if it ranks you, you her dating like history. She doesn't, she doesn't stick to the same type. Yeah, of of guy like she just like she, she seems like she's good at moving on from relationships. Yeah, she ranks um, six hundred and sixty three. Sick. Okay, okay. Who's who's number one? Who's in first and who's? In first? I will not say. And that's been Laura Dern's dating history. Okay. Cool. Okay, so let's um, let's get into one of her lowest rated movies, uh, and this movie i've never seen before has anyone seen this no No. thank god i had never seen this before yeah i i haven't and the movie we're discussing is novocaine this little 2001 steve martin (laughs) diddy oh i have to say this right off the bat we've seen this movie already oh yeah um better living through chemistry is the exact same it is a poor man's version of better living through (laughs) chemistry with better cast though i think yeah I might have liked this one more than Better Living Through Chemistry. You know, know what though? I actually I watched this with Matt, and uh, it it has its charms because it's not, it's just like yeah. I agree a little bit. Like you know where I think the charm comes in. Well, Steve Martin stars in this movie, yeah. and not a huge Steve Martin fan, but. I kind of liked him in this movie. Yeah, he's I fine. I couldn't stand him in this movie because his all his character did was complain the entire time, and think that he like deserved certain things. But they he just were, made so many bad decisions. Yeah, no, yeah. everything. <laughs> like, everything he did in this movie was his fault. But he complained about them and blamed them on everyone else. Well, he's obnoxious. In, in his narration of the movie, he talks about how one lie could just unravel and become lie yeah that might be the best line in the movie where he's like a lie is like a you know he's like a lie is like a a cavity you know yeah you get one and it starts to eat you away from the inside or Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. and i was like oh that's cool um because he's a dentist (laughs) 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 but yeah the the opening scene or whatever was cool um 
which is I all like the, x-rays the x-rays and they keep going back to the x-rays yeah. it's got that like house music going yeah. it's like, <laughs> <laughs> i love that scene. i love it's when... so 2001 it yeah. is i like the two people that were talking to each other the skeletons mm-hmm. um their jaws move so fast um, so yeah, so this movie, if you haven't seen it before, Novocaine, uh, released in 2001, and I have to add, it's post 9 11. Yeah, it's okay. post 9 11. Released November 16th, uh, oh, wow. 2001. So very, very post Well, it, it, was, it was probably written and filmed before. <laughs> right, but we uh, go yeah, by the We go by the release, release date. date. Sean, We're very on. into whether movies that came out in 2001. Well, were yeah, pre- I mean, there's a couple of things in here that. I, we watched her and just like, mm. oh, this wouldn't fly. Like, this doesn't... We'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to it. So, <laughs> yeah. so a little synopsis for this movie. Steve Martin. Oh, they don't even they don't even drop his character name. <laughs> Frank, <laughs> Frank uh, Sangster. Commonality. Yeah, Ooh, I wrote yes. that one too. Is a prosperous dentist, secure in his neatly ordered existence, and happily engaged to his ambitious dental hygienist, played by Laura Dern. Um, Gene. But, Gene. But when an alluring new patient, Susan Ivey, played by Helena Bonham Carter, love it, steps love into her, his yeah. life. Wait, can you say her name again? Helena Bonham oh, Carter. Okay. It, you said Hannah Bonham. I did. Yeah. It sounded like Hannah. Yeah. Hannah, <laughs> Hannah Bonham Carter. Uh, steps into his life. This ordinary man discovers how little control he has over his world as he is drawn into a maelstrom of sex, drugs, and murder. And rock and roll? <laughs> it's a pretty ambiguous, like, it's a vague, yeah. like, a vague... But this uh, plot's so, like... All over the place. And yeah. It, yeah but the music was by Danny Elfman. It, yeah. Was it? Yeah. yeah. It so, that's what I thought. It sounded like it. It sounded like Elfman. Well, the voices. <laughs> and, well, Helena and Danny, they have a relationship. They tight. They tight. They, they tight. They, they tight because of What Tim, does that mean? Tim Burton. Well, She's yeah. married to Tim Burton, and Tim Burton. Well, they're not married anymore. They're well, divorced. they they were, they were, and uh, Tim Burton exclusively uses Danny Elfman. Pretty, mm. pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah. I also read this online that I don't know if it checks out. I didn't fact check it, but is her name <laughs> Helena? Is that how you say? Yeah. It? Yes. I'll just call her HBC. Yeah. HBC was. That. Uh, That's a bank. <laughs> HBC was dating Steve Martin at the time of this. I don't know if that's true. Really? They maybe they're having Whoa. an affair. Maybe. Yo, <laughs> I like your facts because they're never <laughs> verified. You might be right. I, I don't know when. When did she date Tim Burton? This is 2001. I feel like him, her, and Tim Burton might have been hot and heavy. Forget at this point. I said it. I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess we it. should clarify. Yo, I know they. I know they were. I thought they were still married. I read that on there that that the only reason this movie got any attention was because of that. Oh. Um, I would love it if they did. Yo, there's such a weird couple that yeah. she's like dark. And, and maybe yeah. it's just because she's so like She's also really young in this movie, though. She yeah. is young. She's cute in this movie. Oh, she's so cute in this Yo, movie. Her American accent's good, too. Oh, oh I, I, I disagree. No, I, I, disagree. Did, I, didn't, I didn't think... Well, because in the beginning, I'm like, oh, she has an American accent. And I was like... I just didn't... It, it didn't... I, it didn't take me out of it ever. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I you feel guys like disagree, she was like but... cute in this movie, but it wasn't like it was strange. They're like everything about this was strange. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna have a hot take about our film friend. Me too. I'm not quite sure that was Laura Dern. Okay, that's not what I'm gonna go <laughs> what for. What does all. that mean? I mean, Jordan and I watch this together. <laughs> I like it. it Yo, I don't think like it was her, her to me. It, I mean, it looked as if, you know, how like people say they look like celebrities yeah. and stuff. It yeah. looks as if one of those people yeah. just stepped in and 
Her active. hair was so big in this movie. And I said to Jordan when we were watching, I said, oh, I, I didn't even realize at first that that was Laura Dern. Yeah. yeah. I, You're just I, my point. There was a, there was a, uh, there was a point in this film too where she smiled really big, and I thought her teeth looked fake or something. Yo, I'll say well, this. Well, she went up veneers. I yeah. hated her in this movie. Yeah, yeah me too. Same. Yeah, yeah. I, I hated her character. <laughs> I, it, yeah. I didn't like her as an actress in it. Yeah, there yeah. was nothing really yeah. redeeming like about her looked. character in any way. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I she was just supposed her. to be like the the like the sorority girl turned professional turned mm. like controlling like yeah. Like, it was just, there wasn't a lot of dimensions to her character. There too many dimensions that became no dimension. Yeah. True. It makes yeah. me think uh, less of her as a person. Yo, hot, <laughs> hot take wow. on a hot wow. take on sorority girls. Sorry for all our sorority, sorority girls listeners. listeners. <laughs> what, what was the term you used? The uh, the avatar yeah. sorority? Uh, yeah. She's like yeah. uh, pushing her hair. She's oh, like I love a, that uh, from, from the Wii, the Wii avatar. <laughs> like, just like that. Like, yo, I'm not throwing shade on sorority girls. <laughs> no, okay. Or we. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we your Wii avatar Wii. looks perfect. We need okay. that Wii sponsorship, so we love Wii bowling here. But what does she do? She does like the. Uh, she goes to uh, karate. Is it? I guess it looks karate. like taekwondo. I is what it know. looks her like. Her hand and her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I hate her. Uh, I know she's really uncomfortable in this movie. And there's one point where she's wearing this green outfit and her hair is all up. And I, my first thought was that she's straight up just Cindy Lou Who from The Grinch. She's a straight up cartoon character in this movie. Can we? Is that supposed? Is it supposed to be that way? I don't think? know. I don't know. Can we skip this? Yeah, movie? I was. Yeah. I was literally just about to say like. It it, just like, I don't feel like it wouldn't be bad if we just didn't talk about let's it. Let's just talk about her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the long and short of it is he, he Frank gets seduced by Helena Bonham Carter and, yeah. and she's a drug addict. So she uses him to get drugs. He gets wrapped up in her decisions. He seems like he's bored with Laura Dern's character. So he hangs out with her. Bangs they, her in the they chair. They get into a bunch of shit. <laughs> I mean, is it, it? Am I not giving the, the this that's film the totally respect it deserves? It doesn't or, deserve any. Or it, there was one plot point in this movie that was so easily avoidable, but it was the one thing that was the catalyst for this entire experience. So he writes her prescription for five tablets, right, of a narcotic, mm-hmm. and the pharmacist calls him, says, "Hey, you you wrote this prescription for Demerol for her." And he's just like, yeah, confirmed. The pharmacist should have called him when he got the prescription in to say, hey, you wrote for 50 tablets. Right. Should I fill it? Not fill it. Give it to her and then and say, then did you do she this? She just put a zero yeah. in it. Yeah. Like uh, that. I that's was not like, how that works. <laughs> no. The simple yeah. pharmacy like plot point where like, that's not how pharmacies work. Also, what's yeah. cocaine hydrochloride? Yeah. We, me and John <laughs> I was like that too. And they're like, oh, cocaine in yeah, I was liquid. Like, I, don't, I don't know. Well, no, I was just like, I don't, I don't know how this would be in a dental office like i don't know what the it, application would be well he yeah, said that they I have a pain center on the weekends they use their right place as a pain center on the weekend but i still don't know what cocaine, cocaine has to do with pain, pain. <laughs> exactly isn't novocaine just used to- <laughs> this was straight up a poor man's living yeah. Yo, I, I don't know i mean i might have liked it more more than that movie but like it still wasn't yeah, good. Like, it, well, I liked. Okay, so I liked the fact. That it just he he gets into hijinks. Like he has to try and mm-hmm. lie his way out of situations it's all the time. Mr. Magoo. Yeah, and and it's Steve Martin. So yeah. he 
if it, if he's not in this film, I don't even think we get through it. But yeah, like at that's all. That's true. I agree with that. Yo, yeah. the the Kevin Bacon cameo. Oh, the oh, best dude, part of this. Was the best part of the Where he's playing the cop. He's like trying to play a cop and he's yeah. like learning. Lance Phelps. One hundred. Yeah. Far my favorite part. Yeah. When he came on, I was it woke me up. One hundred percent the best part of the movie. Yeah. It was it yeah. was really good. He was an actor like trying to learn from a cop how to be a cop. So he was interrogating yeah. Steve Martin's character, but he was dead on with the questions he was asking. Yeah. It was so funny. Um, so I want to skip to the end for a second. <laughs> love it. I, yeah. I encourage it. <laughs> so there's this whole thing with like a dead body, and there's his teeth marks all over the bodies yeah. from like his dentures or whatever. Um, when she. <laughs> When he decides to pull all his teeth out uh-huh. and replace his breath, switch their teeth. Yeah. That's never going to fucking work. No. Well, then he burned down his dentist right, but office. Right, so. he would find the teeth all over the place in well, so many different places. I feel like that's like a thing that like people reference a lot. Like, oh, we just got to look at the teeth. Like, that's how we... Right. Dis- but well, I and there's like also, the- there's like recently too, bite mark evidence has been um, like it's... It, it just doesn't stand up in court anymore. Oh, like really? it used to be. Yeah, let me just bring. There's been a case where it got reversed because the bite mark. It, it's just not substantial enough. Yeah, because like, they were saying that all the victims had Steve Martin's bite marks on them mm-hmm. when they're in the station. And that's and they, why they're like, it's it's got to be him. He's yeah, biting everyone. They're in the station. Biter. Yeah. yeah, they're they're um, so they're in the station and they're like. They're like, we know you did it. We got the bite marks. Like, you're I, fucked. There's also a million of the bite marks. Who in there, wouldn't they also wonder why he bit these people a yeah. thousand times? Well, why would he, uh, why would he bite her brother? Why would he yeah. bite anyone? Well, and we there's just, no motive. And there's a weird thing with her and her brother. They're like, having sex. They, they had a pass. I mean, getting back to why someone would bite, we just reviewed a movie where a guy would huff on an oxygen mask and make his victims That's like true. chew on blue but, velvet. So. so he pulls out all his teeth. Well, that was 86. He pulls out those teeth and he puts them in his brother's mouth but at the same time like the, the your teeth the roots are attached to the bone yeah. so when you find the bodies the teeth are still attached to your jaw. No matter if it was an explosion or not the teeth would just from this explosion would just be yeah. everywhere. I think yeah. he says I think he says like oh this is the only thing that's going to survive. Yeah. Or whatever. yeah, with like a bur- like a burned body, I don't know what happens. Like it makes only no the bones. Sense. They always check re- dental records. Yeah. right. But I'm saying like they still would have been in the right. jaw of the body. I think there's tons of loopholes in this. <laughs> there's so, so many flaws. And, and the, I guess I was just gonna bring this up. The thing that brings me out of it, it's it's called the California Innocence Project, and basically. <laughs> Although bite mark evidence has not been used across the country in many criminal prosecutions, there, or although it has been, there is no real scientific support or research in the accuracy or reliability of bite mark evidence. Hmm. So, like that—that's a thing. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, bite marks, like cool. Like, yeah. yeah. I guess it, there's nothing you can do about a film becoming dated. There, well, oh, you know, yeah, but no, I do. True, if, but if, still. if the the comedy and like the dark comedy of this movie is kind of charming, and I think that. The fact that a dentist, his mark on yeah. his victims would be biting, biting them with teeth is like they don't get that kind enough of funny. into that though. No, it's almost like the they don't funny... get enough into anything in this yeah. movie. It's like the funny parts tear the uh, like, and there's the funny parts and the dark parts, and they like tear each other apart. Yeah. Kinda. Also, his office manager named Pat. Yo, I liked her. <gasps> She's chief from Where in the World is, is Karma, Karma San, San Diego. Diego. Gumshoe. Like the video game? Joins it. Uh, the show, the movie. I don't know. I There's pulled a... it out of a hat. My memory's horrible. Jordan has and I the worst it. 
facial recognition for like celebrities and he <laughs> nailed this one it was crazy no, I, was um, I mean there's like parts that were okay like i thought it was funny how he was like trying to escape from the cops and then he f- fell, like, on the cop fell on the cop car that was the most uh, like engaging part of the movie. laughed at that part mm-hmm. pretty hard oh see this was wow. the most engaging part of the movie all the hollywood stuff was good where he goes into like the ventilation to escape. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what were some commonalities that you guys found? One was the was Frank, the lead yeah. males yeah. being Frank. I put cool cars. <laughs> yeah, that's an opinion, right? Yeah, um, um, a common opinion, I guess. Can I tell you my crazy one? Yeah, go yeah. ahead. I okay, hope it's so, one of my crazy ones. So, um, in Blue Velvet, uh, Frank is hiding in a closet. I also put that one down. And she gets a phone call from the killer. You know, uh, Dorothy gets a phone call from the killer. And in Novocaine, when they're both hiding in the closet, Laura Dern gets a phone call from seemingly and somebody and that's Laura involved Dern's the killer yeah. Laura Dern ends up being Damn, I mean that's, that's, that's not so crazy that's the like the most of, like literal like best same, commonality yeah. same time type of closet too. that's what yeah. I put down so they're yeah. um it's the Lavord closet doors oh wow um they have like the the slatted closets right. so that's why the Lavord closet maybe Laura Dern will not do the movie if it's not Lavord closet yeah. um yeah. I also put down um, the the lead women are way too trusting of the men. Mm-hmm. Um, also, coer- that's just society. There's yeah. like coercion, <laughs> sexual coercion by beating them up too, because yep. HBC's brother in this movie mm-hmm. like has sexual things with her. Yeah. Oh, that her part up. is so and weird. So Scott Con- played by Scott Conn, also, also in Ocean's Eleven. I also think that um, <laughs> Steve Martin's kind of like emotionally abusive in the sense where he's like trying to pinpoint all of his blame on these women by like emotionally trying to convince them that it's not his fault it's like everyone it's their fault for what he's doing what happened to him um i have another commonality the dancing girl yeah there was like a girl who danced exactly the same in this movie which part in in novocaine um where it was right after um the the brother came in jordan help me out with this um i don't remember the part was but it have, the bar i have dancing lady it was at the bar I'm when he's sure. like fighting somebody's like it's your lucky day oh yeah that's exactly it. when it was okay and it was a girl in a black top and a skirt in a pink skirt dancing the same, same like dance outfit yeah. As... Huh. yeah mm-hmm. huh that's one yeah, I, John, I guess you missed that one dude Maybe it'll bump your rating Mr. up. Mr. Commonality. <laughs> I, you know, I thought the... <laughs> I thought the what else you got there? Um, so, uh, the next one I had that was kind of crazy was the day-night aspect. Um, so, everything that Jeffrey does during the day is not, like, doesn't... He doesn't become, like... Uh, he, he only does good stuff during the day and he does bad stuff at night. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, yeah. And when with Steve Martin, you know, by day, he's a dentist. He's like an upstanding, you know, citizen. And at night, he just gets involved in crazy shit. Like, starts doing, you know, he starts getting involved with uh, uh, Susan. <laughs> yeah, with Susan. And he just makes increasingly poor decisions at night. Mm-hmm. Um ends up stabbing a dude in the hand uh with scissors yeah like but the day night 
uh, yeah. aspect in both of these films. It's like everything that moves the plot along seems to happen at night. Right. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Um, and everything during the day is just like what they cut to before the next shit I feel like that's going to be something that like I'm going to look at more now because I think that's like a pretty common thing that I haven't really like because the yeah because the daytime scenes in Blue Velvet are really short and the daytime scenes in Novocaine were really short I have to bring something up back to the movie real fast so the last line in the movie is I always say the worst thing that can happen to a man is that he loses all his teeth unless he pulls them out himself and my first thought, and I said this to Jordan, was I honestly think they thought of this line and thought it was genius, and they wrote a whole movie around how to end a movie with that line. Also, yeah. does he always say that? Like He yeah, said it in the beginning, John, didn't he say it? In the beginning, he says the worst thing that can happen to a man is... If he loses all his teeth. Yeah, he's losing his teeth. I it, should know. Yeah. You know. Um, I just thought of this now, so there's not much behind it, but... HBC's character's name is Susan Ivy. Sounds like Poison Ivy. And she's kind of a Poison Ivy character in the sense that she gets on Steve Martin and he scratches at itch and scratches at itch. She's a temptress. She's a temptress. Yeah. Is that what you're I saying? I'll take it. Spreads. Yeah. Fucking love Genius it, dude. writing. <laughs> I'll Genius take it. Writing. What would you guys rate this movie? John, do you have any more commonalities? I know you uh, have like eight or nine. No, you don't. I thought you had four. No, I, I do have four. Um, so I had the night one. I had... <laughs> um, oh, there. this part... Yeah, so this part, um, when she's on the phone, she's on the phone with Steve Martin at one point, and she forgives him uh, oh, yeah, for, for all the shit. Yeah, that's, that's what I put. Yeah, 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 yeah she forgives. She just, like, easily forgives him. But then at the end, like, by, by the end, I was like, oh, it's because she's A literally... Bitch in on the whole thing yeah. but no yeah. but i wrote that too because that was one of my commonalities and that's why i said all the women are too like trusting and forgiving because helena's character does the same thing mm-hmm. like she yeah, yeah. just instantly forgives steve martin too also elias kataeus uh is in this movie he plays harlan steve's brother oh he was also in lost souls oh yo that mm-hmm. guy's cool is yeah he, he is kind of cool is he the um is he in uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as uh, the hockey guy? What's his name? Oh, I have no John. idea. Uh, uh, Jones. Uh, Casey Jones. Casey Jones. I think he plays Casey oh, Jones. Nice. Cool. Yeah, maybe we'll dive into him yeah. one day. Yeah, he's kind of cool. What's right. his name? So I rated... Elias <laughs> Cotillas. I rated this movie a two. I think that was generous. Oh, wow. wow. I rated it a 3.5, but I'm dropping it after discussion. Wow. 2.5. Whoa, I mean, full no. point. I, I gave it a, I originally gave it a five. Wow. I gave it a, I gave it a drop four. it to a four. I gave it, I gave it a four. And I'm just going to stick to a four. Cause like, I mean, I liked watching it when I was watching it. I'm most likely never going to watch this movie again. Yeah. I hope um, I never watch it. I'd like movie. to yeah. see the situation with you in that you like, do watch it again though. yeah like, how, yeah well because you forced to yeah, watch I, I think this would be like whatever situation if we're hanging out and we throw it on it's 90 minutes yeah it's like a wild ride um <laughs> yeah when i was watching I it with john um i could i stop. got the feeling that john talking. was super into it <laughs> i was no i was like uh and he was trying to talk about it the whole time and i was like dude this movie save st- it for stu- the fucking podcast yeah, this movie's stupid uh I don't know. There was just like I. I guess I'm. I'm kind of partial to Steve Martin. Yeah. So I think that's probably why. 
I gave yeah. it a four. I think he's funny in it. He yeah, definitely yeah. does his uh, shtick. Yeah, and, and that's what you know. That's what you get with him. Yeah. Not a huge Steve Martin fan. I, gotta I mean, say my it. dad. Have really you seen My Blue him? Heaven? <laughs> I've seen a lot of his movies. My Blue uh, Heaven. Keeper by the Dozen. <laughs> Bowfinger was one of my favorite movies, and I strictly Freddie Murphy. Hmm. And Laura Dern obviously doesn't deliver in this movie. I mean, it is unless the you're worst like movie. <laughs> unless you're made to hate her like yeah. if that's what she was going for then yeah great she, yeah <laughs> nailed it <laughs> i mean well i mean true she is like a villain in this movie and yeah. we hated her in the movie but you don't um, know that to the end i just yeah. I, I don't you feel for her the whole movie her character's just annoying let me tell you though laura dern no bruce dern Oh, I love Bruce Dern. Yo, Bruce Dern is way cooler than I agree. Laura. I agree. John, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I, I don't know. It. I don't really know how to feel about that. Uh, no, I just I just think um the, do you think this is one of those movies where she was on the lot, you know? Like <laughs> they like doing in. doing something else. Like did she do anything else that year? I, I don't I, know. that'd be good. Like oh, like are you around for uh a couple months to to do this and i feel like sometimes like you do a movie just because like steve martin's doing it and you're like i'd like to work with steve martin yeah not even like really thinking about the movie that much i'm sure i i like to think though uh being on this set was probably pretty fun steve martin kevin bacon hbc large i read i read one thing where it wasn't fun (laughs) well steve martin steve martin had a disagreement with the director oh with the director because uh the way the director was like handling stunts uh it was like pretty unsafe and Mm -hmm. steve martin was just like okay like like he just they just didn't see eye to eye so he's that stems from him and scott con so hbc's brother in this yeah. movie it the scene where he smashes the bottle on right yep. the guy's head in the bar steve martin hated the way that played out so he was fighting with scott con as well um and then the director here david atkins this he's only directed two movies and Thank this God. is one of them. Like, he yeah. didn't have much of a yeah. career in Hollywood. You're never so. working in this town again. Yeah, honestly, for real. Um, <laughs> <laughs> suck it, David Atkins. Yeah, suck it, dude. Should we email him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's hit him up on <laughs> He'll probably get back to us. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about with Laura Dern? Um, John, you picked Laura Dern. Ooh, I mean, hot seat. You're yeah, I feel, like, I feel like it might be this, hot seat time. Well, let's, let's cue the hot seat music. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, great hot um, music. We'll find some music for it. Um, <laughs> Can't wait. Is the reason why you picked Laura Dern? I feel like she was fresh in your mind from like Star Wars, maybe. Absolutely. But is that what do you like her in the most? Do you like her most in like Jurassic Park? Or I would have like... to say the the ones that stuck with me, just at least growing up, was Jurassic Park and October Sky, just yeah. because. You know, October Sky, like, it's about, you know, it's about Von Braun and, like, the beginning of the space program and all that kind of stuff. And she's, you know, he wor- he's working for, um, well, his father's a coal miner. He wants to, like, get into science. And he's like, no, you're going to be a miner. I think that's set in PA, too, that movie. Yeah. Um, um, and she's just that supportive teacher. And she ends up, you know, she ends up getting really ill in that film, right? And, mm. and i don't know you just like she just nails that uh character um but i think she's very good at being a positive force 
in her roles. Yeah. Yeah. Like when she's, you know, JP in Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park and blue velvet, obviously. Uh, I think she, she stands out, uh, as, as an actress and, you know, in, in a lot of stuff that she does. And yeah, you're going to be, you're going to do a couple Nova Canes in your career. Yeah. I suppose. But I mean, thanks. Thank you, John. I have another, uh, (laughs) I have a hot seat question for you. Shoot. Heineken or PBR? Oh, I love it. Oh God, I don't drink either of them. I guess I guess Heineken. Just just for. Really? I drink um, I drank for... enough PBR in my life. I think. Also, uh, so you don't take Frank's side. Yeah, fuck Frank. Um, hot seat question, number three. <laughs> um, if you had to watch one franchise for the rest of your life, would it be Star Trek or Star Wars? Man, you really just went right for the. Uh... Can, the can I just like because he always does this to me, or <laughs> where he's Starship like troopers. No, because yeah, you, you always franchise. you always peg Star Wars and Star Trek together like they're like they're both have star in the title. <laughs> okay, so that's but but the thing about Star Wars, Star Wars isn't really like I don't really see it as sci-fi as much as like space fantasy. Whereas Star Trek, Star Trek is a hypothetical human. Can you answer the fucking question? If you had to watch one franchise, Star Wars. Wow. Did it? Well, I mean, I can't. I I can't really answer. You have to answer. It's a hot seat. Hot seat. You got to answer. Well, I I figured figured there'd be more to watch to watch Star Trek because there's so many different like TV series. That's TV though. Yeah, but I know. I just said franchise. Okay. Can I say? Can I say (laughs) Star Trek? Uh, series and Star Wars movies. Can I? Can we meet in the middle here? Because uh, I because TNG. I, I I regret asking the question. Yeah, that's a. Is, do you guys have any more questions to ask? Uh, I actually had one. I had a uh, kill Mary fuck for you <laughs> with um, Laura Dern, Captain Kirk, and Luke Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Mark Hamill. It's it's like just Luke Skywalker. Oh my <laughs> Come god! On, Come on, dude. With the semantics. Okay, okay, okay. Um, god damn it. Um, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely bang Laura Dern because uh, I you know she's 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 hot. Like I think she's okay. Hot. Uh, I'll uh I'll definitely marry Luke and kill Kirk. Because Kirk, Kirk, uh, he's got, you know, he's, he's, um, in the original series, he was known for like hitting women and like hitting people, just punching them. Yeah. He just it doesn't seem like it would. You don't want to be his body bag. <laughs> his body bag. Oh, <laughs> punching bag. Yeah. My bag. I don't have any more. Kate, do you have any? Yes. Um, my first question is, oh, what is your favorite Muppet? Favorite Muppet? Um, it's gotta be the two guys up in the balcony. Oh uh, yes. Yeah. The old um, man hecklers. Pick one. Do that. They have do names. not I don't do that them. to them. Okay. Next question. Again. My next question is: How do you feel about Michael Shannon? Uh, I I really like Michael Shannon. Um, I don't know if I like him as much as as you, but how I, hot I, do you think he is? Um, I, he's like a six. <gasps> I approved okay. of your first half, but I have another one. Um, yeah. Do you have anything to say about Christian Slater? 
I know you're a big fan, and yeah, there was a lot I have of, to uh, defend. Discussion. I have to defend the the guys here. I'm sorry, you guys really did him dirty in the uh, Winona Ryder episode. Like, okay, <laughs> do you realize how cool he was back then? Like, do you realize that you're another man standing up for another man in this situation? <laughs> I am. I definitely am. But here's okay. Here's, Coming from the man who picked Laura Dern. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's okay. So here's and he's killing Captain Kirk because he was abusive <laughs> to women. And and uh, well, okay. So when Matt and I were in high school, we actually had a Christian Slater fan club. I know about this Whoa, pen. Yeah, 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 we made yeah. pins. We made pins. <laughs> yeah, we made pins, and we had we had meetings. So actually, we ended up watching uh, Mobsters. Um, did we watch? Uh, um, well, we watched True Romance, Heather's. Uh, what was the other one? The cop one. Uh, cuffs. I cuffs. Don't know. Yeah, we watched Cuffs. Um, but John, you- I've always loved him and stuff. Like I don't really know why. Uh, can you I mean, do his impression? I can try. Yeah, it's not as good as you used to, but you know, <laughs> greetings and salutations. So are you a Heather? Mm, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> used to be yeah. better. <laughs> I love what it's like. Uh, he's like, I roll out to a lake with a bottle of tequila, my sacks, and some Bach. <laughs> his answer to her question. And, but his um, voice is like. Iconic almost. That's his thing. That is his I thing. have to say I respect your opinion, but I don't agree with it. We'll okay. win you over one day. I'm I, glad you came on though and defended yeah. the boy. Yeah. I just that's one in the hat for slate. Yeah. Slates. Yeah. Um, okay. Might be a new question we yeah. ask everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um but you know, speaking on something we ask or we talk about every time, what's your favorite M night film? Oh, great question. Yeah. Um Unbreakable. Oh, I love it. Love oh, you're it. probably pretty psyched for glass. Um, yeah, definitely am. Before we forget, net worth. Ooh. Oh yeah. For Laura Dern, I'm gonna say it's high. I love being on the other side of net worth. Just gonna let you know <laughs> that. Um, I'm gonna go. Thirty-five. Mill. Yeah, I was gonna go thirty. I was gonna be in the 30s, but I'm I'm gonna say 40 just because of that uh, Lucasfilm Disney money. Keep in mind, she's a woman. Yeah. Wow, yeah. dude. Wow. No, that brings up a great point. Right? Yeah, but women she, get paid less than men. She's been working a long time though, and I think she's good with her money. <laughs> um, she has that JP money, that she's, Star Wars money. Yeah. She has 12 million dollars. What? Yeah. yeah. I'll. Yo, fact, fact check, check me. Yeah. Fact check me. Just yeah. wait, yo. Just wait until they start putting, making her into Star Wars toys. They already yeah. made one. I saw yeah, one earlier. They, you know, she's just got to make sure she has, you know, she owns her own likeness, and then she'll get that money. Mm-hmm. That'll let's check it next Who year. Who do you think has more money, Laura Dern or Bruce Dern? I have no idea. Bruce, it for better sure. Not be, Look how better old not be he fucking is. Bruce. <laughs> I still have to say, I still don't really like Laura Dern. Great note to end yeah. on. <laughs> really? Yeah. She's so kind of like... I don't want to get back well, into Well, hey, I'm going to tell you one thing, Kate. She is officially now a film friend, so we're going to have to live with her I would forever. Say she's a, I would say she is a peach, 
But as an actress, I could take her or leave her. Yo, I would have rather seen uh, Patricia Arquette in all of her roles. Oh, I kind of might agree with (laughs) that. That's a little... That's a little... Bruce Stern, 10 million. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That was was a close one. (laughs) Well, uh, hey, John, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Yeah. I appreciate it. I loved it. it. Is there anything you're looking forward to coming up? Uh well I'm gonna I'm probably gonna see Lady Bird on nice. Tuesday second best movie of the year Lauren yeah I uh yeah I, everybody that I've talked to says it's uh it's awesome and I'm I you know I got a soft spot for Sorsha oh she's yeah. great so, love her love her you should yeah. you should see Shape of Water because it's the best movie yeah I'm year. definitely I'm definitely gonna see that one too yeah I'm a little behind you guys but it's it's I'm glad yeah. that there's like at least two like that I know I'm just going to go in and, yeah. and, and yeah. love. So also, also like I would say sci-fi. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and to have it in that, you know, best movie category, sci-fi. Yeah. Up there feels it's really good. cool. Have like a monster movie in there, but you uh, heard it here first. It's going to win uh, best movie. Yeah. I'm rooting for it for everything. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I like anything that has like, uh, you know, I'm kind of with Taylor on this one in terms of like creatures and stuff like yeah. anything, anything that has, an alien or a good whatever. creature yeah just a nice, nice, a nice little creature I, you know what though i'm cool with just animals too uh, <laughs> like any if there's animals that play a significant role in it then yeah. i'm cool with it and then when you mix those animals and creatures it's yeah. game over oh, game over all right yeah. all right well yeah thanks again for coming yeah, thank on you. yeah thanks guys thanks. yeah and uh yeah well we'll see you guys next week thanks for listening later bye bye michael shannon He's a six, I mean.